Hey friends, you're listening to Be Fearless, the Authentic Podcast. This Advent, you'll hear daily inspiration to draw closer to God as we remember how He drew close to us that first Christmas so many years ago. Grab your cocoa, light a candle, cozy up, and let's embrace God's presence and promises this holiday season. Well, friends, we are just starting day five of this Advent devotional. It is December 5th, and today we're looking at how Jesus is making a way. So I don't know where you feel like God needs to forge a path in front of you, but just know that he is and he has everything mapped out, even if you can't see it. Now, the last couple days might have felt a little bit redundant, but that's because we are focusing on this grander narrative that God meets us in the messiest situations. But we're reminded that even in the messiest of situations, God makes a way. So today, as promised, we're looking at Abraham and Sarah, or before God changed their names because of how they decided to turn towards him and live for him. Abram and Sari. In Genesis 15, it says, The word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? He took him outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars, if indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, So shall your offspring be. Abram believed the Lord, and he credited it to him as righteousness. There's so much wrapped up in this story, and if you're familiar with their story, Abraham and Sarah, you know that they did not get to just see the promise fulfilled right away. While Abram initially believed God's promise, things changed as time went on, and the promise was not yet fulfilled. So he and his wife, Sari, decided, like we all do in most situations, to take matters into their own hands. Sari and Abram chose to pursue an alternate form of offspring. We read in Genesis 16, but she, meaning Sari, had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, the Lord has kept me from having children. Go, sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Sari felt neglected by God since his promise hadn't been revealed in her expected timeline. Feel familiar? While that child, Ishmael, conceived by Hagar, is still a beautiful blessing, God had to remind Abram that his promise was greater than anything he and Sari could perform on their own. I just want to pause right here and recognize that, again, as we've seen the last couple days, even when we decide to take matters into our own hands, And we must face the consequences of that sometimes. God still can turn that around. So even when you've gone the wrong way, God still meets you where you're at on that path and shows you the right way. And even through the struggle, there can be something beautiful. Go and read Genesis 16 in its entirety because it talks about Hagar's story and where in her distress, with her newborn child, God met her. And it's a really beautiful story. 
as she was put into a situation she couldn't have thought she'd face. And God met her where she was at and pulled her out of it and saw her for what she needed to be seen for. In Genesis 17, another promise from God. Speaking about Sari, God said to Abraham, Speaking about Sari, God said to Abram, I will bless her and will surely give you a son by her. I will bless her so that she will be the mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Now, at that moment, do you think that Abraham and Sarah had any idea that the kings of peoples that would come from her meant? If you have time, I really encourage you to, because no matter how much they try to take matters into their own hands, God always knew best. And his best is always better. God shared a promise with Abram, a great promise. Over time, Abram and Sari's doubt crept in. They attempted to speed up the process. But really, if you reflect on your own life as well, has a sped up promise ever been better than the original one God had in mind? In God's graciousness, he didn't shun them for their choices. He made right the situation for Hagar. As mentioned, you can look at that in Genesis 16. And he reminded Abraham and Sari of his promise to them. God's promises are never void of action, but his timing is often different than ours. While it wasn't wrong that Sari and Abram doubted God's timing, their actions of defiance brought more weariness on them than if they had waited patiently. And often I think that's where you and I can find ourselves, especially in 2020. We're looking at a season of weariness, but can we trace that weariness? back to doubt or defiance. The waiting seasons can make us even more weary if we're not fully leaning on God's promises and waiting patiently on his timing. Nevertheless, though, God made a way through their mess to show them that he is still their shield and very great reward. And I love that, even looking back at that first verse we read, because God told Abraham that he was their very great reward. And Abraham questioned that. <laughs> he said, what could you possibly give me? But I think there's a little nugget of truth in that too, where God is saying, I am enough. I should be enough. That's hard to grasp, especially if you're waiting for something, if you're waiting for that promise to be fulfilled. But the beautiful thing in this whole story is that while God is enough, he also comes through on a great promise. He sees Abram and Sari where they really needed a little bit of more love and a little bit more guidance, and he met them there. We must remember that letting go of our own processes allows God's plans to come through. So the promise is revealed when we truly need it most. As we wrap up today, again, I'm just going to share a short instrumental song for you. Take it as you need it. You can sit and listen to it. Take the time to pray to God. Journal, whatever it is you feel like you need. Or just go ahead and end the podcast. That's okay, too. But as you think about this story of Abram and Sari, how they took matters into their own hands, and how even when they took matters into their own hands, God still made a way. 
maybe this holiday season there's a mess that you are trying to make sense of that you are trying to work out for good but in that you're forgetting that that's actually God's job and it's not actually the burden you're meant to carry alone I hope that you can recognize whatever mess it is that you're trying to make sense of and hand it to God let go of it and really see that he will make a way through whatever wilderness you're walking through through whatever waiting season is hard and painful through whatever trauma you're trying to process through the mundane moments that seem endless God can, will, and promises to make a way for you.